What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here. We've got a great episode today. Sean Wyman, he's an entrepreneur, radio host, speaker, and coach who is on a mission to help other people work through trauma and discover their big why. Sean is the best-selling author of Let Go, The Movement Process. And on top of that, Sean is a former Army Ranger and works with the Tallahassee Police Department. You can learn more at his website, successwithseanwyman.com. How are you today, Sean? Hey, I'm doing doing good, John. Thank you. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, it's uh, great to have you on the show, Sean. I mean, you've got such an interesting background. I really want to unpack that a little bit more. So, Sean, let's start out with this. Tell me, what is your big why and a little bit of what you do? Well, my big why is that I, I genuinely want to serve and help people that are that faced adverse childhood experiences mm-hmm. and never dealt with them because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people out there and and um, I, I was one of those. So uh, that's you know what I do is uh, I share my story and I share the process that truly helped me to heal through the direct and indirect trauma that I still face on a regular basis. But now I'm able to face it in a way that I understand what it is and and don't let it connect to me so that I can, you know, move forward with my life and not have these things that just hold me back and drag me down like they used to. Too. Yeah. And uh, I mean, how did you discover that uh, this is what you want to do, that you want to help others kind of work through traumas that they may have had in their life and then discover kind of what their purpose is? Well, the, the I've always been a service driven person. I mean, from the military as an army ranger through, you know, 18 years of law enforcement, just serving my community mm-hmm. and I just continue to meet people that I see that are hurting, that are in pain pain that and and it all the majority of it goes back to trauma some type of trauma that they faced whether it was directly something that impacted them directly or it's something that they have dealt with indirectly because they have a family member that dealt with something directly and they were a part of it they were involved in it or or they were a, a veteran that you know went to war and suffered from ptsd or a law enforcement officer that was involved in a traumatic incident where you know you know, maybe they had to pull their, they had to draw their firearm and fire at somebody, or take somebody's life, or, or you know, something traumatic happened to them where they were, um, you know, assaulted and, and beat up, and I mean, there's there's so many different areas that it can go into. Yeah, definitely. And Sean, I mean, uh, if you wouldn't mind my asking, I mean, what were, uh, what was uh, the trauma that you went through that you had to kind of overcome that brought you to this place where you realized you want to help others go through and and get past that experience? Man, I'm so glad you asked me that, John, because you're right. That's really important. And for me, the the experience that I went through was, you know, my dad left when I was born. I was mentally and physically abused from the age of seven to ten because mm-hmm. my stepfather was going through a lot of his own issues at the time. And I believe those were from adverse childhood experiences of his own. Uh, he was a drug dealer in Washington, DC. He was addicted to, uh, heroin and cocaine. And so he was not only a a user, but he was a dealer as well. Hmm. And so went through a lot of mental and physical abuse, uh, was in a mixed relationship where my mom was white and my stepfather was African American. So I lived in a low income area 
I went to a school where I was the minority, as crazy as that sounds, mm-hmm. um, that led to, uh, you know, running away from home, uh, getting bullied and then transitioning from the getting bullied to becoming the bully. Uh, and it just, it just built up and built up and built up to the point where my stepfather beat me one night to where I couldn't move for an entire week. Oh my gosh. And during that week, I planned how I was going to uh, take my stepfather's life. And I go into more details about that in the book. And luckily I didn't, you know, you know, God was there and I I didn't end up taking the man's life. But I was at that point at 10 years old, I was at a a, a critical, very dark place in my life where, you know, I, I just felt like all was lost. And the only end was to, you know, take this person out of existence so that they couldn't hurt me anymore or hurt my mother anymore. And then that led to going into foster care from age 10 to 18. I still hadn't faced or dealt with the trauma that, you know, from the abuse. So uh, I started using bad coping mechanisms, including drugs and alcohol. I was addicted to alcohol at 13, Mm. Um, barely graduated high school. When I did graduate high school, that led me to going into the military. I suffered a near-death experience while I was going through ranger school then I that led me to you know forcing things to happen, uh, getting married at a time when I really wasn't ready to, but I felt like it was the thing I had had to do. That led to a you know three year marriage that ended up in a divorce and a hundred thousand dollars in debt. So you can just see how the trauma just kind of built up upon itself, and it all went back to the adverse childhood experience that I never dealt with. And what I ended up doing was shoving that deep down inside like what a lot of people do. And I basically reinvented myself, John. I basically said, you know what? Nobody knows what happened to me, especially once I got out there and I was on my own. So I invented the life that I I wanted to have. I led people to believe I had a great uh, upbringing and that, you know, I had a great high school experience, that that I was a, a sports athlete and I turned down scholarships for baseball. I mean, I made it all up, you know, the whole thing. And it was to cover up, um, you know, all the things, I dealt with. So 30 years later, all this stuff's still inside of me. I'm thinking that I can physically just put it away and forget about it because I hadn't learned about the subconscious brain and Mm -hmm. all the science behind what happens with trauma. So by the time I start to realize that there's something that I need to deal with, uh, you know, it's like 30 years down the road. And at that point, that's when I come to the realization that all of this is still inside of me. And as long as it is in inside of me. I'm truly not going to be able to live the life that I want to live. I'm not going to be able to have the connections and the relationships and be the father that I wanted to be and the husband that I wanted to be. So I finally came to the point where I needed to face it. And that's what I did. And it was another 10 years of facing this trauma, truly dealing with it, forgiving my mother, forgiving my stepfather, forgiving myself for my faults and the things that I, I, I held myself accountable for. And and being able to truly let go of that pain and of that hatred and of that self-doubt and fear and intimidation and everything I'd held on to so that I could truly live the life that I wanted to live. And once I did that, I realized how powerful that was. And I realized I wanted to serve other people and help other people to realize that as well, because I know that there are so many people out there that are struggling, that are hurting, that are being accused of having 
having mental health issues and and all these things. And and a lot of times, if we can just go back and ask them a key question and identify with where it all began, a lot of times we can heal them. We can get them off the medication and we can help them to actually let go of whatever it is that's anchoring them and holding on to them so they can move forward in their life. So that that's where my passion came from was I, I discovered what worked. I realized that this was something that could work for other people. I cr- saw the process as I went through it. And as I, as I saw this process, I just realized that it was so powerful that, that this could help other people. That's uh, remarkable, Sean. And thank you so much for sharing that. So you, one thing that you touched on, I mean, this is something that you've carried with you your entire life, even though you've worked through so much of it, and you say that sometimes you still have to deal with some of it. So what would you say is the biggest challenge you face today in terms of helping others uh, kind of get through their traumas and discover their big why? Uh, I would say the biggest challenge is that you have to under and because I face indirect trauma every day as a law enforcement officer. I see domestic violence, mm-hmm. I see murder, I see rape, I see child abuse and sexual abuse and human trafficking. I mean, the list goes on and on. So the the, the biggest challenge has been to always remember where I came from and understand where that person stands now is not who they are, who they truly are. That that's just the place where they are because of whatever trauma or whatever incidents it is that's holding them back. So being able to remember that and that's just something that takes conditioning and training. But what has happened is I've gotten better and better and better at not taking like when somebody yells at me now in a domestic violence situation, I know they're not not yelling at me directly. Most of the time we've never even met before. So I understand and I give them permission to be angry. I go, I understand that you're angry and you have every right to be angry. But I also help them to recognize that the way that they're trying to cope or, or the coping mechanisms that they're using, you know, whether that's, you know, beating on their spouse, beating on their children or, you know, whatever that is, that that's not the right coping mechanism. And, and there's consequences when you use negative coping mechanisms, whether they're personal or legal or, or, you know, otherwise. Yeah. And Sean, I mean, that is, that is a very, very difficult thing to do sometimes. So what are some of the ways you've been able to really kind of manage that? And I mean, and I think that is something that is really remarkable. I think a lot of us uh, kind of sometimes have trouble with that, just kind of separating and know when someone is being hostile to you. I mean, obviously you work in a very high, uh, intense, uh, high pressure environment, you know, working in the police department, but I think this is something that a lot of us face every day, you know, the high pressure situations, uh, people in our lives who may be going through trauma. So what are some of the ways you've been able to really kind of, you know, keep your cool, keep those boundaries and then, you know, realize that, you know, this person may be yelling at me, but it's, it's not something that I need to internalize and take, you know, take personally. And I can, I can kind of separate that. Again, another great question. And it all comes back to training. Um, you know, I've, I've been able to train with some really phenomenal people. One of the ones that um, really helped me with uh, coming up with good mechanisms to deal with this was a guy named James McNeil, mm-hmm. who's a communication trainer out of Canada. And he taught me that, you know, you need, you know, if you can allow people to feel safe, heard, respected, and understood, whether you agree with them or not. And you don't focus on whether you're going to, you need to win the argument or lose the argument. You focus on the 
most important part, which is building the relationship or maintaining a relationship, you'll always come out ahead. So that's always what I've done. And the other thing is communicating honestly, openly, respectfully, and directly. We call that striking the right chord with mm-hmm. people. So, you know, when I, whenever I speak to someone, when I ask them, I go, I believe in communicating honestly, openly, respectfully, and directly. Is that okay with you? And I've never had anybody say no, right? <laughs> because great. no, what are you going to say? No, no, lie to me. Yeah, and what right? I love about it is so that it, you it, ask. I mean, you, you approach it by asking a question, and asking a question as opposed to making an assumption or making a statement, I think can be very empowering for both of you. Absolutely, absolutely. And when when I look at a space, and if they're yelling, but I go, I'm safe. Yeah, they're safe. Yeah, I can hear them. They know they're being heard. I can respect. I don't have to agree, mm-hmm. but I still respect the fact that they're. Or a human being and that they have their own opinions. And I think we do a lot better in politics if we all understood this, right? Absolutely. And you have a right to believe what you believe, just like I have the right to believe what, what I believe. And I don't necessarily have to agree with what you say, but I still need to respect the fact that you have an opinion and this is something that you value and that you feel is important to you. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, Sean, I think that is that is so important. I'm so glad you shared that with Moving Forward listeners. So Moving Forward listeners, I mean, I think this is such an important subject, and I hope you are getting inspired. I hope you're getting some incredible knowledge from Sean to move forward. Well, speaking of which, Sean, are you ready for the Knowledge Burst session? Yes, absolutely. All right. One of my favorite parts of the show, and super excited to have you on, Sean. So I'm going to switch it up just a little bit. We have listeners from all different backgrounds all over the world. And, um, you know, one of the benefits about having a podcast like this is that I get to speak to so many people, but I don't always hear back from them, you know, and, and that's part of the, that's part of the deal. But I know that there may be a listener out there who is going through trauma and we're in 2018 now and this is coming off the new year and, you know, as a police officer, you probably know, I mean, the holidays and the period after the holidays, a lot of high depression rates. There are a lot of people who are under a lot of stress. So speak to that one listener who's out there who's in pain and maybe trapped in a cycle, you know, similar to what you experience, you know, from a parent or a step parent, and and they just feel trapped. What is one thing that you want to say to that listener? Well, the first thing I would say is that it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be frustrated, upset. All those things are okay. What's not okay is to not deal with it because when you choose not to deal with it, you're setting yourself up for, for failure mentally, physically, and psychologically because your subconscious brain is always going to retain that moment. That, and, and it truly is. Trauma is a moment in your life, and it's, and it's something that impacts you unexpectedly. You have no idea that it's coming, and then all of a sudden it's there, and there's nothing you can do about it because it happened that fast. And a lot of times it's like a movie that you have to Mm -hmm. rewind over and over and over again before you see clearly the picture. So what I would say is that no matter what you have gone through, there's somebody out there that has gone through either equal or more than you have. And it's important that you, you understand that no matter, you know, what you're going through, that it is okay to to hurt it is okay to be angry but it is not 
not okay to hold it all inside and try to contain it because that is the most volatile place that you can that's the most volatile thing that you can do is try to contain this and and pretend like it didn't happen and it's always going to be there hanging over you anchoring you and it will always stop you from reaching what your life is truly meant to be i believe every single one of us were born for a purpose a divine purpose and i believe that that divine purpose um is is ours if we choose to go after it but there's a lot of of, uh, people out there that you know they they never have that realization they never understand and i believe that part of that is because they go through some kind of traumatic incident that rewires their brain that repositions their thinking and says to them you know what you went through this why why don't why don't you just settle? Why don't you just pull back and, and just let things be? And and a lot of times, you know, when we become victims and then we become survivors, but we never win our encounters. And that's mm-hmm. something I talk about in my book is you have winners, you have victims and you have or I'm sorry, you have victims, you have survivors and you have winners. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that in order to truly deal with a traumatic situation, it's not enough to survive. You need to win through it. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great share. Speaking of which, I'm going to ask you, Sean, I mean, share one tidbit from your book, Let Go, The Movement Process, that you really think will help moving forward listeners move forward in 2018. Absolutely. So page 59 of my book, it's a scripture that I share, and it's mm-hmm. uh, Colossians three twelve through 13. And when I was in the darkest moment, and this was when I had my what you call your aha or your turning moment mm-hmm. was when I read this scripture. And I hope it'll it'll help somebody else. It says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive we can't walk around in life with a grudge with a with a with a a a chip on our shoulder because if we walk around and we never forgive for whatever the circumstance was or whatever the situation was yet we expect god to forgive us and he, he gave us the ultimate sacrifice and expected us to you know to forgive us then it just clearly states in there that we must and it's not you should or you might want to think about it. It's clearly stated in there. You must forgive. Yeah. So the, the true healing process begins when you can look at the, the, the victimizer, the, um, the abuser, whatever that was in your life that affected you and caused that trauma. When you can look it in the eye and start to, to begin that forgiveness process. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Great, great share and very powerful. And moving forward, listeners, I mean, that's what it's all about moving forward is I, I think, Sean, you've shared something so important, you know, letting go as your as the title of your book says, I think forgiving and it's it's a very for some it can be very difficult, uh, but it's a very freeing and powerful uh, thing to give yourself a gift to give yourself. Well, Sean, I'm excited to ask you, what is one small activity or choice that you're making today to move forward. Either you made it this morning before our interview, you're making it now during the interview, or you're going to make it after we finish our conversation. 
Well, I would say the, the, the most important thing that I do now is I always let God lead mm-hmm. in my decision making and any any you know process that I do, anything that, you know, any speaking engagement or broadcast or, you know, radio interview or whatever, I always allow God to lead. And the the cornerstone of, of my process and probably any process out there is mindset. Yes. So I always focus on having a good positive mindset from the moment I wake up before my feet touch the floor I am I'm sharing how grateful I am that I was allowed to wake up because I realize that not every day is promised to us you know facing a near-death experience in the military opened my eyes to how short and how fast one minute we're here the next minute we're gone and you know through my career in law enforcement and in the military seeing people come and go also um, you know, shared that process and it helped me to understand that that's a, uh, a challenge that we face. Absolutely. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at Be Moving Forward. Well, Sean, are you ready to do a little time travel? Absolutely. All right. We're going to step into a time machine. We're going to set the destination time for five years from now. Exactly. Five years from today. You're going to meet your future self. Tell me who Sean Wyman is in five years. Sean Wyman is a well-known trauma recovery speaker who speaks around the world to nonprofit organizations, religious organizations, um, different organizations, at-risk youth organizations. Um, you know, speaking about trauma, speaking about, about um, you know how to deal with trauma, and the movement process is a is a is a world-known process, and it is used on a regular basis in all different types of facilities prior to putting someone on medication or psychotherapy or anything like that. Yeah, fantastic. What a great, great future. And what an amazing Sean Weinman in five years, but what an amazing Sean Weinman today who's sharing that with Moving Forward listeners. Sean, how can our listeners learn all about you and the fantastic work that you're doing? Well, you can go to my website. It's seanweinman.com. And uh, you can also go to themovementprocess.com where you can get a copy of uh, my book there, Let Go, The Movement Process. And in there, I go in much more uh, depth about my story, about the what the movement process is. It's actually broken down piece by piece so you can actually understand it. And it's a very simple read, less than 100 pages. So in you know, I've had people that have hit me up an hour and a half after they bought the book and said this was absolutely amazing because I was able to read it quickly and I was immediately able to start applying the principles and the, the process that you shared in this book. And it's just, it's incredible. And um, I'm also on social media. So you can find me on social media. You can Google me. I'm in Google. And uh, pretty much anywhere and everywhere, if you search for me, you can find me. Fantastic. And we'll have all of that on the write-up. Well, Sean, I would love to have you close out the show. So share some parting wisdom with our listeners so they can move forward. Well, the most important thing that I can share with you is that no matter 
what you've gone through, there's a reason that you went through it. And even though you may not see it now, or you may want to have an understanding of it, but you don't, sometimes things aren't meant for us to understand in our timing, but they are in God's. So we have to learn how to be patient and wait for for the answers to come in God's timing and not ours, because sometimes we're not prepared for the answers that we may receive. But if you stay true to who you really are and you're willing to you know, take an honest look at yourself and you're able to, whether it's through me or through someone else that you know, like and trust that you can share what you've gone through and start to heal from whatever it is that you've dealt with, you can let go of that trauma. Yeah. And I, I don't care how bad it is. I truly believe that if you really, truly want to let it go, you can let it go. Not only let it go, but you can completely step away from it and you can move forward into the life that you were truly meant to have, the one that God created for you before you were ever born. Wonderful. And what a great way to close out the show. Sean, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today to share your story and your knowledge burst so that our listeners can let go in 2018 and move forward. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, John. It was such an honor and really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. And listeners, one more time, check it out, bemovingforward.com. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, at Be Moving Forward. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.